we like to start every morning with a little a little warm-up something that I call the jargon of the day where we take one word one phrase and try to illuminate it so that we can really begin to understand it the jargon is so debilitating sometimes right that you know somebody's talking about your child in a stream of words and you just go wow I understood like one word in the sentence, right? So, uh, and you could go and look up the words and it's hard to figure out what the definitions mean. We're taking one word, one phrase, one anagram at a time, because this is how we teach our kids, right? Take a little bit at a time and over time you make great progress. And one day at a time, we're making friends with the jargon. We give you an actual definition and sometimes we make fun of the actual definition because it's so full of jargon. And then we give you a little bit watered down, a little less specific working definition, but something you can start to begin to understand. Okay, so today's word, we've been talking a lot about language. Today's word is prosody. Uh, and I thought that I understood what prosody meant in literature and that kind of thing, but I didn't understand what it meant in terms of teaching language. Uh, and this is the context in which we're gonna be talking about prosody. So let's take a look at our actual definition. Uh, it's the use of intonation, excuse me, and vocal stress to convey information about the structure and meaning of an utterance. Okay, not the worst definition, but let's take it a little uh, step further. And it is the use of pitch, loudness, tempo, and rhythm in speech so the listener can understand what is being said. Um, you know, I love to use the example, you know that, uh, gosh, I can't think, Ben Stein, that's what his name is. He's the guy who was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off and he does the Visine commercials and he had a game show, I think in the 80s. Yes, I'm that old. And, um, as if you didn't know. And uh, he has that very monotone, you know, you can have dry eyes, uh, that kind of thing. And, and when he's in Ferris Bueller, he goes, Bueller, Bueller, Ferris Bueller, over and over and over again, no prosody. Um, and sometimes there are comedians who use this to great effect, uh, that they say something and it's total deadpan. There's, you know, uh, absolutely no expression whatsoever. They're saying, I'm so excited, right? There was that whole comedian who would say, it's a small world, but I wouldn't want to paint it. It was this whole shtick, no prosody. Great. Well, you know, that's wonderful if you can make a living out of that and have that kind of comic timing. Uh, Stephen Wright was the comic. But for our kids, if they're having trouble communicating to begin with and they're learning speech and learning it in this monotone, it's gonna make it that much harder for them to be understood. And let's keep in mind that prosody isn't just expressive, it can be receptive too. Two of our jargon words from earlier in the week. Uh, we know that expressive language, stuff that goes this way, the things that we say to be understood, um, receptive language, the stuff that we hear and understand, right? So uh, we want for our children to uh, be able to use and understand prosody in the sense that when they're speaking, we want them to use uh, intonation and um, speaking in a rate and with a, a, a pitch that makes it easier for them to be understood. So if they're saying, wow, you know that they're not saying, wow. Um, 
And, and we also want them to be able to understand all these different aspects when somebody else is saying it. So when we get into talking about sarcasm, um, that if a child is recognizing prosody in other people's language, they're going to have a better likelihood of understanding what the person is feeling, right? Which is a whole other set of lessons. But language does convey thoughts and feelings. And uh, we want for children not only to be able to do that, but to be able to understand it. So when somebody is saying, uh, I, you know, I'm really happy, that they're not really saying that they're happy. Uh, and when somebody is saying, oh my gosh, you know, come here, uh, that they're understanding that there's a level of excitement that's going on. Uh, really important and not all of our children have a problem with this. Some of our children just naturally pick up inflections and know to upward inflect uh, at the end of a sentence if it's a question um, so that people will understand that they are asking a question. But some of our kids have a hard time with this. But it is something that we can teach, which is the good news, and it is something that we can reinforce so that it grows over time. Uh, so that's a fabulous thing. And if you're looking for lessons on prosody, they have wonderful lessons on prosody in skills. So a fabulous, fabulous thing.